Hello, everybody. Uh, Dr. Rick checking in. Look, um, it's Tuesday, so it's Transformational Tuesday. I want to talk to you about a key element of trans uh, transformation. And I really want this to get home, so I want you to kind of walk this out with me. Uh, before I do that, I am going to uh, remind you, we're doing our Labor Day closeout. I got a good one for you. If you follow me, I really want you to catch this because I think it's so important that we start to move uh, towards the things we say we want uh, and stop sitting up and complaining about where we're at, where we're not, what we don't have. Uh, what I want to talk to you today about is what we focus on uh, the most what we give our attention to the most is what we're going to feel. We're going to create in our lives. It's not what we say we don't want. It's what we focus on. If I focus on what I don't want, I still create it because the brain isn't processing negation. It's processing uh, uh, repetitiveness uh, and access. And I'm going to explain that to you in a second, why that's so important. For two years, you've heard me talk about the importance of having multiple streams of income. And for two years, I've been telling you about the seven day online business launch course. It's a six hundred and seven dollar course to me. That's worth at least twenty five hundred uh, when you look at it. But I'm, I'm there's an audience I want to reach. And I don't think the audience that I want to reach can understand it or get to it. Uh, for whatever reason, this isn't uh, an insult or anything like this. This is love. Uh, this is me wanting to touch people who I think can benefit from it and need to get started with as little cost as possible. Uh, it's $607, but today as a closeout, Labor Day closeout, I'm offering this for $97. For $97, you're going to get the seven-day online business launch course. This is the complete blueprint that I have used for nearly 14 years to build multiple streams of income, including the ones you're seeing me talk to you on and present uh, products to. Again, um, so you're seeing me do it every every day. I'm going to show you how to do that in this course uh, everything from your business plan, your market research, market analysis, uh, websites, landing pages, sales funnels, and branding, the whole nine is in, in this package. And for the remainder of the day, you can get that for $97. But you're also going to get the six-month uh, success and growth plan. It's a personalized plan built on your personality type, your disc assessment, which is also included in this, a free disc assessment. So you're going to get uh, easily $1,000 worth of uh, value for $97. If you are serious about creating an online stream, if you're serious about getting started somewhere in somehow in starting a business, this is going to be the low cost way to build. That's been my strategy. I'll tell you right off the bat. My strategy has always been low cost entry. Uh, it, calls, it, 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 it calls for less uh, capital uh, and funding uh, so you don't have to go around and get as much funding. You don't have to have as many. Uh, you know, I've sought investors sparsely over 30 years. I've done it, uh, but sparsely. Most of the stuff I just go in, start it, low cost, build it, build it out, scale it out, grow it. And it's quicker to profitability. All this stuff is in there. So go get it. Take advantage of it. Um, Let's move on. Keep that in mind because that's one of the things I want you to. I want to. I want you to focus on 
seizing opportunities to grow. So let's talk. Uh, today is about transformation. Transformation is about what? It's about becoming what you want to be. Transformation is about becoming what you desire to have. Uh, how many times have you heard me say that you don't get what you want, you get who you are? What am I saying with that? I'm saying that in order to have something, you have to be capable of producing it, capable of creating it, capable of growing it. And if you're not, then what you have to do is look at what you want and say, what does the person who does this? What does the person who has this? What does the person who builds this look like? What time do they wake up in the morning? How many books do they read a week? How? Uh, what type of friends they hang around with? What type of conversations are they having? Because that's where it happens in the transformation of your incomplete environment. But it starts with your thinking. What are you focusing on? Because whatever you focus on, you feel. Let me tell you something. One of the biggest problems I find when people come to me initially is they're focusing on what they don't want. Because that's where the pain is at. That's where the discomfort is at. The natural inclination of our human mind, the very most, uh, the very mo most primitive part of the brain, the limbic system, the one that triggers uh, the fight or flight response, that part of the brain, the ancient brain, sometimes referred to as the reptilian brain, that part of the brain is focused on what you don't want. It's focused on not having pain, not having danger. Uh, and so anything along the lines of fear, anything along the lines of discomfort, anything along the lines of that, it's going to trigger you and it's going to warn you it's there. And because we are fear averse, we are risk averse. We are pain averse. We focus on that because we are afraid of it and we don't want it near us. So we give it all of our attention. The problem is whatever you focus on, you feel whatever you focus on, you attract whatever you focus on, you give your mind and energy to it. Now, the same limbic system that's got you focused on the fear is also a part of a much more complex brain that over time has evolved and prevent presented you with the prefrontal cortex. Now, see, that's the part that's able to recognize ideas, recognize concepts, control impulses give you the ability to see things and think rationally and move accordingly but what happens now that that mind that conscious mind is being flooded with what fear so now you're telling your reticular activated system the thing that filters out what's important so that your conscious mind knows what to focus on because see your subconscious processes 4 billion bits of information per, per second while your conscious mind can only handle 2000 bits per second. That's a big difference in what's going on underneath and what's happening on the surface. If you want to manage what's on the surface, you've got to control what's going on underneath. How do you do that? What are you focusing on? Whatever you give attention to is going to give priority to, to your subconscious. That's what you got to be careful about what you're listening to on the radio. That's what you got to be careful about what you're reading online, what you're reading, uh, uh, you know, when you're, when you, when you're looking at all these different social media things, what are you following? What does it add to you? Everything at a point when you're trying to create transformation in your life should have some intrinsic value. When I sleep at night, my sleep has purpose. I literally have a point and, 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 and it's it's organized. It's a certain time I start. It's a certain time. And I don't start with going to bed. I start with preparing for bed. Why? Because I know that at a certain time, there are just certain things that cannot come into my gates. 
Why? Because I'm about to go into a process where I'm going to go from alpha down to theta, which opens up my subconscious to suggestion because now my conscious mind is shutting off. See, my conscious mind will recognize something and I can immediately by just nature of will say, no, I reject that. And then I can establish and put a stamp on it, reject it, push it to the side and say, I'm not giving it attention. But what happens is there's a state of theta. Most kids seven and under are in theta. They're being programmed. They're being programmed to either be successful or to struggle, to worry, stress or be confident. They're being programmed to reach for the stars or stay inside of the box. They are being programmed with their paradigms, the lens through which they are going to view life. And once they get programmed, it takes more programming to bring them out of that. So if you've been programmed to fear change, if you've been programmed to stay inside the box, if you've been programmed to sit up and say, that's beyond me, if you've been programmed to believe that poverty is your lot in life, if you've been programmed to believe that this is as far as you can get because, whatever because is, then you're going to have to go back in and you're going to have to reprogram it. You have to change what you're reading. You're going to have to change what you're saying. You're, you're, you got to see this thing. Imagine everybody's got devices now. So everybody to some level understands what I'm about to say. You got to see your brain and your mind like this. Your brain is the most powerful supercomputer on the planet. It's your hardware. It's your hard drive. It's what processes. It's your processor. Oh, but your mind, your mind and, and your self-talk which obviously comes from your subconscious. What did, what, 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 did, what, what did Christ say? Out of the abundance of what? Out of the abundance of the heart, out of the abundance of the subconscious, the mouth speaks. When you're not careful, when you're not paying attention and stuff just flows off, listen to what you're saying. I remember back in my 20s, I had this nice little run. And then I got to the end of my 20s. I had lost my great grandfather, who was my adopted father. Um, I had gone through uh, a rough patch uh, in my marriage at the time, and I was going through the process of moving on. And I had all this stuff, and all of a sudden, without even realizing it, my confidence had been impacted. I lost the person who uh, was the epitome of manhood to me, the person I could talk to who would be honest with me, but come at me with love. And now I was out there trying to do everything he taught me to do and, and, and called me to do as a man, but without him. And all of a sudden, all the things that seemed to just flow for me were, were becoming stagnant and difficult. And, and I was trying to figure out what was wrong. And I, I, for whatever reason, I'm like, man, I was just knocking them down for a while. And now all of a sudden, I can't seem to get it to budge. And I'm telling you, it's happened more than once for different reasons. And you've got to be aware of what's happening in your programming that's changing your situation because you have way more power over your life than you think. But you've got to be careful because you'll start allowing your circumstances to dictate your progress. I'm, I'm going to get back to that in a minute, but I want you to pay attention because I'm trying to give you something to win with. 
I'm trying to give you something to walk with. I want you to walk away with more than just feeling good for a moment. I want you to walk away with saying, if I do this, I do this and I do this, something's going to happen in my life. Something's going to change in my life. Well, here's what happened. I couldn't figure it out. So I called the next best person. I couldn't call Pops because Pops was gone. So I called my business mentor and I said, I, I said, man, uh, I don't know what's going on, but things that used to just flow right now are, 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 are clogging up and I, and, and I'm doing the best I can. He says, first of all, you're never doing the best you can. When you say, when you tell yourself you're doing the best you can and you're not getting results, you'll start teaching yourself learn helplessness. Never say I'm doing my best. Ask how can I do better? That was the first thing. But that wasn't the biggest thing. For about 20 minutes into the conversation, he said, man, look, we've been talking about 15 to 20 minutes. I can already tell you what the problem is. I said, man, I haven't even really got it all. He said, I can tell you what the problem is. We've been on the phone about 15 to 20 minutes and you've already said I can't win for losing four times. Think about what you're saying before you say it. When you catch yourself saying something that the subconscious is thinking, identify it and label it as unacceptable. To sit up and say that now is unacceptable. Another word that can't be used is can't. And I did that on purpose. But it doesn't apply to what I'm trying, what I'm attempting. I don't use that word. So then what happened? I stopped saying I can't win for losing. Because Think about it. It's got can't in it. And then it's got losing at the end. What is the mind going to focus on? The last thing spoken, the last word is always powerful. Losing. I can't win losing. That's what the brain is processing. You got to be very careful. Also, the brain doesn't pop. The brain or the mind does not process statements of negation very well. What do I mean by that? Statements of negation is a negative statement trying to produce a positive result. I will not fail. I am not a failure. It doesn't process that because what's the last word? Failure. Fail. What do you want to say? I'm a winner. I succeed. You, you get where I'm going? The brain processes and you've got to understand the statements and affirmations you create for yourself. And you've got to understand the power of the repetition in which you're doing it. But you also have to understand what am I focusing on? See, what I learned in that moment at that age in, in, in my 20s was that what I focus on, I feel, and that my circumstances only have the power I give them. It doesn't mean that they aren't there. It doesn't mean that they aren't real. It doesn't mean they don't have consequences. It means that God in my life, by the very nature of my design and connectivity to this high power, says I already have the answers. The answers are already on the way. For those of you who are believers in the Abrahamic faith, whether you are Christian or whether you are um Jewish, whether you are uh, a, a practice of Islam, we, we understand that, that there's a point where, where, where you have to understand that the, the story says that you um, you talk about Daniel. What did, what, what, what did the angel tell Daniel from the moment that you set your heart to understand your prayers were heard from the very moment that you set your heart uh, to understand your prayers were heard from the very moment you set your heart. So again, you've got this thing that you have to understand from the moment that you set your heart to understand what? Your prayers heard the answers were what? Already on the way. The angel told Gabriel, I mean, the angel told D D David, uh, everybody, uh, most of these theologians believe this particular angel was the message angel Gabriel. Uh, but he tells him, from the moment you set your heart to understand, your prayers were heard. 
Then he flips back and he says, and I am here because of your word, but the prince of Persia withstood me for 21 days. There is a spiritual warfare going on in multiple dimensions as things move to you and your confidence, your faith, your, your prayer life, your meditation life is going to determine when the answers arrive. You've got to be faithful to your cause. You've got to stay focused on the things that you desire. You've got to understand that in this mindset that is you, that that is being created by you daily you function so then you say the mind is the brain is the supercomputer it's the hardware it's the hard drive then the mind is what the software that's running so the mind it's going you could take any computer and you download a virus i don't care if you take the top performing computers out there and you sit down and you 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 plug it up and you download a virus it starts malfunctioning it can only produce what it is programmed to produce and the virus disrupts the programming the virus is doubt the virus is fear the virus is negative uh expectations the virus is low self-esteem the virus is poor paradigms the virus is buying into the culture and idea of mediocrity the virus is accepting anything less than your best the virus is destroying your future but the beautiful thing is you control the programming. What are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you saying consistently about your life? Your self-talk is powerful. There's a quote that says, be very careful about what you say about yourself because the warrior on the inside is listening and any negative thing diminishes the warrior. There's something on the inside of you that is meant to cause you to square your shoulders and hold your head up. But when you speak ill of yourself, you diminish the warrior. When you sit up and talk negative about your situations, you diminish the warrior. When you accept defeat, you diminish, uh, you diminish the warrior. Your job is to build the warrior. Speak even when it's not there. I'm going to tell you one of the most difficult things that I had to learn. In, in, in the book of Hebrews, it tells you what? It says that faith, Hebrews 11 and 1, it says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. And then it begins to give you the roll call of faith. It starts to lay out how things happen. But there's a point, it says, to him who call things as though they were, things that are not as though they were, to him who call things that were not as though they were. When things were initially called, they did not exist. They became. You have the power to start creating things with your speech. Be careful who you allow to speak into your life. You got people around you that are saying things that don't align with your vision. And, and, and for the sake of getting along, you're just sitting quietly. No, the old folks used to do it this way. They sit up and say, I rebuke that. What were they saying? Saying I reject that. They were literally going to my favorite place that I take you to. What it says, it says casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself. Casting down arguments. When you speak against what I'm saying, I'm going to do. I'm not going to sit there in my mind and say, I don't. I'm going to tell you straight up. You said it out loud. I'm going to check it out loud. I'm going to tell you, no, we don't accept that. You ask anybody who's been around me for any stretch of time. There are some things you can't say around me and be around. You don't even have to be saying it to me. You just can't say it around me. 
one of the things that that, that, that that everybody cracks up, it's a running joke now, but it's never been funny to me, but it's a running joke now that if you want to hang around, if you want to stick around here, don't say be realistic. And it's one of the most common things. You're not being realistic. Don't you, That's not realistic. What the hell is realistic? Was it realistic when, 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 um, when, when uh, Eli Whitney decided, man, I ain't picking no more cotton. Say, I'm gonna pick a machine. I'm gonna create. I'm gonna make a machine that's gonna pick the cotton for me. Was it realistic when when Alexander Graham Bell says, man, I'm gonna create something to where you can pick it up, hit it a couple of times. Somebody's gonna pick up the phone. You can have them connect you, and you can literally through wires talk to somebody in another city. Was it realistic when when um um man the cell phone was created is it realistic in the minds of the people 60 years ago that i'm sitting here talking to you in different cities in different countries and and you can see me live as i do it was it realistic none of the stuff that didn't exist at some point was realistic until somebody decided it should be you don't sit down and let somebody tell you what's realistic what they're actually saying is I don't believe it's possible and i'm insisting that you take my philosophy that you take on my belief and those limiting beliefs are what trap people into the in, into the caverns of average and mediocrity is because it's impossible. It's not realistic. See, uh, I, I'm almost certain that when Orville and Wilbur Wright decided, man, we're going to create a machine that people are going to be able to get on and fly like birds. We're going to be able to go places and do things and get there in record time. Man, them right brothers over there, crazy as hell. What they're talking about? Now people get on planes without a second thought. People taking shots, uh, taking uh, recreational trips into space. But but it was impossible and it was unrealistic at some point. So when you tell somebody they're not being realistic, what you're saying is, I don't believe you. I don't believe it's possible, and I'm going to insist that you accept my belief and come back into the realm of what I consider safe. The problem is greatness doesn't happen in the caverns of secure and comfort. Greatness happens when you are willing to step outside of the comfort zone and test the boundaries of your capacity, test the boundaries of your potential, test the boundaries of what you're able to reach and touch in this world. And you find out when you reach what you thought was the edge of what you could do, you've just scratched the surface because you open up more potential with every ounce of potential that you activate. God designed you to be abundant. But there are going to be situations, there are going to be circumstances, there are going to be times where you're going to experience delay, you're going to experience frustration, you're going to experience disappointment, you're going to experience setback. That's not meant to stop you, it's meant to test you. Are you going to retreat? The same writer of Hebrews in chapter 10 towards the end says that my soul finds no pleasure in those who draw back. Those who draw back to utter destruction my soul finds no pressure, but, 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 he, but he finishes and says, but we aren't the ones who draw back. We finish, we go on to the end until the saving of all that is within us, until the saving of the soul. We finish what we start. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things what not seen. If I, if I can't see it, I trust 
that I can walk into it. I trust that I can touch it. I trust that I can have it. But what are you focusing on? Get some people around you that see something in you that you don't see in yourself. Get some people, if you're aspiring to start a business, get some people who want to start businesses. Get some more people who have already started businesses. Find some people who have successful businesses. Learn their success patterns. See, success leaves clues. Success isn't some accident or arbitrary discovery. Success is a process. It's progressively moving towards something. And even in the most incremental and slow progressions, you see the progress. I've had some things that have developed slowly, especially over the last five or six years. But I see the progress. See, I'm, I'm able to mark where I started and I know I'm not there anymore. Now, I could have played it safe and said, that's going to be a tough one. Oh, or I could have said, man, I don't want to take another hit like that. I'm going to go ahead and lay that down. That hurt. No, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to square my shoulders. See, I'm headed in the right direction because I have a vision. I've wrote it down. I made it plain. I can see the imagery is fixed in my mind. Anytime that I become discouraged, I remind myself why I wake up every morning. Anytime I become discouraged, I remind myself of the end result. I'm not giving up because it became difficult. I'm not giving up because it's not moving fast enough. I'm not giving up, but people around me might be laughing because it seems like I'm not getting where I said I was going to go. I'm walking with God, the designer who puts something inside of me and says, if you want it, reach for it. And that's what I do. They laughed when I said I was going to write my first book. They're not laughing now after book 26. They laughed when I said I was going to start my first company. They're not laughing now after company number 47. They laughed when I said, I'm going to shake the world of academia. They're not laughing now. And I did it being me. I did it being me. That's the beauty of this thing. God didn't make me to be that person. God didn't give me a personality to act like that person. God built me to be me. And the more I walk in me, the more I find confidence in what I am doing. I don't dress like him. I don't talk like him. But when I set my mind to do something, it gets done. And I don't put it down until it's done. I'm telling you, there's so many people I see that gave up short of the miracle, that gave short up of the transformation, that gave up short of experiencing the breakthrough because it didn't happen in the time they felt it should happen. You got a bunch of other people who won't even start because the fear of failure, I failed. And I'm gonna fail some more, you know why? Because I'm gonna reach. I'm going to reach so far that I'm going to fail forward. Even my failures are going to progress me beyond where I'm at. 
Do you get it? Fail forward. Shoot so high that you might not get it, but if you strive hard enough trying to get it, you're going to be far beyond where you started. That's the movement. There's an urgency in reaching the thing, reaching for the things that most people are, feel are impossible. There's a level of urgency that's put there. It's not anxiety, but it's it wakes you up in the morning knowing I can't lay around here. I got stuff to do. People are talking about, man, let's just go. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kick it with you, but not right now. I got things to do. I've got a time set to spend with my family and friends. I've got a time set for rest and recovery. I've got a time set for work. I've got a time set for me and God. I've got times a lot. I give them every minute of my day meaning. There are 86,400 seconds in a day. How you spend that time is going to determine the outcome of your life. What are you focusing on? I want you, if you, if you believe in what you're hearing, if it's inspiring you, if it's encouraging you, if you're starting to get an idea, I'm going to give you something before I get off of here. If it starts to do that. Click the like button. Click the share button. Get somebody else blessed. Somebody's going through something right now. Somebody's going through. Let me tell you something. Make this the first day of your comeback. See, some of you have been somewhere and you, 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 you're trying to get there again. You're starting over and, and, and you're looking around. And I'm going to tell you as a person who has had to do it, there is it, it requires a lot of strength to get knocked down after you've gotten to a certain point and look up and say, I've already been there. Now I got to climb it again. But let me tell you something. It's inside of you. It's within you. It's possible. And for those of you who have never experienced the heights of success, make this the first day of your come up. Now, this isn't a magical or mystical come up. This isn't a hustle come up or a scheme come up. This is I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to give it my best. I'm going to learn how to grow by what I read, learn how to grow by who I talk to, learn how to grow by what I listen to, learn how to grow by what I seek. Make it the first day today. I'm not I, I'm, I'm not tell yourself I'm not going to bed to bed tonight, the same person that woke up. I'm going to start something. I'm going to do something. I'm going to read something. I'm going to enroll in something. I'm going to talk to somebody. I'm going to join forces with somebody, but I'm not going to bed the same person that woke up this morning. Make this the first day of your comeback or the first day of your come up. That's, that's my challenge to you. I'm going to get ready to get off of here. As I said at the beginning, don't miss this Labor Day closeout look. My seven-day online business launch course has been priced uh, from five hundred, and then it went up to six oh seven. Right now, the day is ninety-seven dollars to the end of the day, and that's a full everything you need to launch a business online, from a business plan to marketing research, marketing analysis, uh, branding, the whole nine sales funnels, the whole nine. It's all in this package and today only uh, to the end of the day is $97. Get that thing because you, you're definitely going to be hearing from me when you get it. That's the first thing. And I'm going to make sure that you're successful with it. Uh, I don't just throw my people out there and say, take it. If you get it, you get it. You don't, you don't. 
we got a support team that answers questions. The more heavier questions come directly to where well, they come through the support team to me. And you will hear from me. And there will be opportunities to work with me if you want to. But you got to get started. If you don't have two streams of independent streams of income outside of your primary source of income, you need to be taking this course, especially when you can get it today for $97. And we have afterpay. We offer afterpay, meaning that you can get that broken down into payments. Don't miss that opportunity. Now, finally, you need to get you a gratitude journal and an affirmational journal. It can be a little uh, 50 cent uh, composition folder from Walmart, or you can go get you a nice leather binder. One like, like this one. I have this one. This is my, this is my gratitude journal. This is my high performance journal. This is where I keep up with all of my ideas and ask myself all these crazy questions about where I'm at, where I'm going. I keep my mind focused and centered. You have to take control of what your mind is doing. So I'm not telling you to do stuff that I don't do. I'm telling you what has worked for me, what has worked for my clients, what has worked for my mentors and my teachers. And it's not magic. There's no magic potion that you're going to hit this thing and nothing ever goes wrong again. Trust me. It's not about that. It's about being confident enough to take on the challenges and not fold. And, and until you get to where you're going. But again, get get those journals, uh, uh, affirmational journal. Uh, if you want to get a high performance a journal, I there are a bunch of them out there. All you got to do is go out and type high performance journal. They're different because they give you these prompts of things you need to focus on during the day and ask you. It's not just a planner it's a high performance journal and play it literally it's it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a game changer so look for high performance planner journal uh but you need an affirmational journal and you need a gratitude journal the first thing you want to do when you wake up in the morning is say thank you then you want to sit down and you want to journal about the reasons you have to be thankful then in an affirmational journal you need to start stating your i am affirmation i wrote a book matter of fact my 21st book is I am the power of personal declarations. And it's about writing I ams. I am wealthy. I am debt free. I am powerful. I am abundant. I I uh I attract. I am. I am. And you write these things down aligned with the desires and the needs that you have. You don't say I will, you don't say I hope, you say I am. The brain doesn't have the ability, the brain and the mind doesn't have the ability to distinguish. You say it repetitively enough, the brain starts to buy into the idea that we've already done it or we are already doing it. And it starts to look for the opportunities associated with that reality. And it'll start to explore things. And because of the reticular activating system, this part of the brain that filters out things, the more you talk about something, the more it becomes important. Now the reticular activated system tells the subconscious, this is what we're doing. Now the subconscious highlights and looks for those opportunities that have always been there, but it wasn't on the surface or it wasn't prioritized. I'll give you a prime example of what the reticular activated system does. You ever brought something new? And you were really excited about it. And all of a sudden you start to see it everywhere. New car, new shirt, uh, new sneakers, whatever. And all of a sudden you look around and everybody seems to have your car. Everybody seems to be wearing your blouse or your shirt or your, your new bag or your, your sneakers. 
they didn't just go buy it after you bought it. They were already there. But until you went and spent your hard-earned money on it, the brain hadn't processed it as being important because, again, it's processing 4 billion bits. Uh, the subconscious mind is processing 4 billion bits of information per second. You, your conscious mind can't take all of that. So it's only feeding your conscious mind what you told it is important. And if you're, and if it, all you told is important is just surviving, the only thing it's looking for is ways to survive. But when you sit up and say, I am, I am, it starts to tell, hey, this matters. This is who we are. This is how we act. This is how we behave. So how does a person who is this behave? Starts to look at people, starts to study people, starts to recognize people. The memes that used to be important stop being important. You start seeing memes differently. You start looking at things. You'll start to find anything you want to confirm your bias about how you see life. You'll find it on the Internet, no matter how wrong it is. It's called confirmation bias, and you have a little storehouse full of ideas and thoughts that are uh, easily erroneous. But if you look for it, you'll find it. Google will go get it for you if you tell it. Same thing with your, your mind. You tell your subconscious what you want, it'll go find it, wrong or right. So you need to control it. What are you focusing on? Look, I'm going to get ready to get out of here again. Don't forget to take advantage of that Labor Day uh, closeout. As I always say, I live my life on full so that when I leave this place, I die on E. All I'm saying is I'm not going to leave this place with my potential untapped. I'm going to wake up every day and I'm going to go hard in the paint. Some days are going to be better than others. But the one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to wake up every day and I'm going to go hard in the paint. On that note, look, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. I really do appreciate you sharing with me and giving me your time. Make today a move. Make it a move. Make it a day that you take action, that you change it. This is the first day of your comeback. This is the first day of your come up, whichever one it is. But it's up to you to make a move. On that note, I'm out of here. I appreciate you guys. Y'all have an unbelievable day. More than likely, you'll see me a little later. But you have an unbelievable day.